What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Come At Me, Bro. This is episode 19. I am one of your hosts, Joey, joined alongside Drew. hey And Tyler. If you shave a man's back, he will purr like a walrus. Did you guys know that? Hot. <laughs> Did you guys know that? Uh, you've been telling me that since college, actually. I have. Um, and Manny Machado is purring like a walrus right now, making buku money. <laughs> so he just signed with the San Diego... Padres. Yeah, I know the Padres gave him a big contract. I didn't realize they shaved his back as well. Well, that's part of the deal that was in the contract. That was was a signing bonus. Did that uh, extend for 10 years as well, or is that a one-time deal? That was a one-time signing bonus. Wow, you heard it here first, guys. So, no one knows about that, but, I mean, here at... Here on Come At Me, Bro, we know the inside scoop just about everything when it comes to walruses purring. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about the Machado deal. So he's going to the Padres, 10 years, $300 million contract. That is the biggest in free agent history for North American sports, I believe. There have been some bigger extensions signed, but as far as from free agency, that is the biggest one to my knowledge. What are our thoughts on this? Did they overpay him? Is that the right price? What are we thinking? Absolutely overpaid him. Good gosh. I mean, really? 10 years? I mean, granted, I don't know how, how much is, is $300 million guaranteed. Uh, I will pull that up as we go. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure baseball contracts are fully guaranteed, but yeah, please, that is please nuts. check that. That is nuts. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay him 200 million because of what he did in the playoffs with the uh, LA Dodgers. I mean, he all he is is a big hitter, and yes, you know, people want to have big hitters. I mean, if you want to put people in the stands, then you've done that. Um, unfortunately, you had to pay him 300 million dollars because the Padres are not going to do anything with him other than say, "Oh, he hit a couple home runs." Um, big whoop. He he is one of the best defensive shortstops in the entire game of baseball. They're not paying him just because he's a big hitter. He's pretty much the best that there is at that position, and that position is incredibly important. I agree that the Padres aren't going to do anything because they're still terrible, but he he is actually a a very very good shortstop. I agree that he's not worth the money. I could name. I'm not a baseball guy, but I could definitely name three better shortstops. And one is from the Houston Astros, Altuve. Second is Trey Turner, and the third, I'm uh, drawing a blank because I can't think of anyone else. Uh, probably some guy from the Yankees. They probably have like three shortstops um, better than Machado. But the fact that Machado gets three hundred million dollars and you're still garbage, to me. That seems like a big bust. So you better better put. I mean, baseball is one of those te- ga- uh, teams or teams games that you need more than just one player. Yeah, you can do that for basketball. You can maybe do it for the NFL if you have a quarterback. But baseball, you need a pitcher and a couple hitters and a couple pitchers to be exact too. Um, you can't just have a shortstop. Shortstops don't win you games. Pitchers and hitters. Pitchers and hitters. He's a hitter, but he needs to be a consistent hitter. And it is consistent as far as the money goes. It is going to be $300 million guaranteed as Good well. Good gosh. Now, what Drew, is he for sure going to be playing shortstop, or do we think he's going to play third base? Because he does play both. Uh, I'm not sure. But I know either one, he's incredibly gifted at it. He's That's why that's why he was worth so much for, for trade value and, and for this money. If, even if we think he's overpaid, he was due a lot of money because he is very good at it. And I think he is actually going to play third base. I may have misspoke. I, I mean, I'm sure they're going to use him in both, to be honest. But overall, I, yeah, I have a feeling they'll stick him in third for, like, his main spot. 
either way, so 10-year contracts here. This is baseball, obviously, 10-year contracts. I don't think I've ever heard of them in another sport outside of baseball, to be completely honest. But would anyone pay anyone a 10-year contract out of us? No, it's not guaranteed. Like, I wouldn't do them guaranteed 10 years. I'd say, here's, you know, four, here's, you could, I would give them three years guaranteed and say, we'll see where the other seven goes and, and you know, see if there's an extension involved. But there's no way I would do someone 10 years. Not even a quarterback. Not, I would, I, it's no, no, I can't do anything long term because you're going to get hurt. And as soon as you get hurt, you're worthless. And just like the Washington Redskins are right now sucking, you know, sucking poop with uh, Alex Smith breaking his leg. Now they are literally in a bind where they've paid him buku money and now you're screwed. No way am I paying someone 10 years. I'll I'll put 10 years investment in a bond or a stock before I put it in a player. Well, and then you don't even have to go to other sports to see why this is a terrible idea. You know, look at uh, Alex Rodriguez signed a ridiculous contract with the Yankees. Now, granted, early on in that contract, he helped them a lot. But um, but then he was just a liability, and he was just a very expensive, like, spot on their bench. Uh, and then, or even you look at the Angels with Albert Pujols, fantastic hitter, uh, a great player overall. But they signed him to a ridiculously long and expensive contract, and he's not really paid out for them. He's been an okay player, just not for what they're paying, and. That kind of has set the tone for the free agency in baseball. As a lot of guys have seen, oh, these big, long, expensive contracts really aren't working out for people. Why would I pay someone that much money over that length of time when I can get the same production from some smaller name player for cheaper and for less of a commitment? Well, because also, like, you I mean, like you seats. said, Tyler, I feel like the injuries is a huge part of this as well. Especially in baseball, you go around and see so many players pull MCLs or ACLs going around the bases. One bad tear, and you never know if the guy's going to recover again. Ten years is such a long time to hope that he's going to play healthy for. Idiot general managers love to give players th- give players their contract after they've done something great. And if you're a smart general manager, you don't give anybody anything unless they're doing it for you, proving it for you right now. You don't give someone $100 million later on now that they've won two Super Bowls or three Super Bowls, whatever it is. You see on what their talent is now. And I think baseball, I think ba- I think a lot of sports now are now giving players things like, look what I've done, see what I've done. I don't care what you've done in the past. I want to see what you can do right now. And so smart general managers are going to say, I'm, I'm gonna, I see talent and I'm going to go for it. But with certain players who've done things think they're all that in a bag of chips some general managers take the idiot wheel or the idiot contracts and say oh yeah you know you've done uh, three mvps and six super bowls and blah 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 and pay them big money still which is ridiculous and part of that is maybe they're just trying to save the freaking franchise of the padres who haven't won anything in who knows how long by just putting people in the seats and having them show up i mean yes muchado is literally a circus animal kind of person that gets people in the park because of his skill set in hitting things out of the park and occasionally shortstop supposedly but that's all this is because they've spent literally every single thing they've had and put it into Muchado Machado Muchado Muchado Yeah I mean he's definitely going to put butts in seats that's for sure I mean he has that draw he has that talent 
I think you have a great player here, though. He's great on the offensive side. He's great on the defensive side, like Drew said. I think the biggest question mark for me is the 10-year guaranteed. The fact that it's 10 years, $300 million is a lot of money. At the same point, I don't think this was the only team willing to offer him that. No, and I think one thing to think about playing devil's advocate here with the 10 years and the long commitment is guys who play third base, since that is going to be his primary position, I just looked, um, he's slotted in as their number one third baseman and their third string shortstop. Um, But guys who play third base, there's a long history of them playing a long time at third base. Um, It's the people who are built to play that, they're that, that athletic build, they're not as bulky. So they're, they're able to stay looser and to move better, and it, it lets them be, you know, have more longevity in the game. I think of I think of Chipper Jones as a guy who who played third base for a very very long time and did it well. Yes, he's one of the best at the position ever, but it's there there are a lot of other guys who who have done that, and I think that's probably one of the reasons they felt more okay investing that much time and money into him. I still don't agree with it, but trying to put myself in their headspace. Okay, let's move on to another one who hasn't signed yet. Bryce Harper, the big deal of the Washington Nationals. Rumor is that he is seeking at least 10 years, at least $300 million. That, to me, is being overpaid. You have a few people out there, the Padres, the Nationals, the Phillies, and the White Sox are the top rumor teams, Um, the San Francisco Giants being the fifth. What are your guys' thoughts on Bryce Harper? Does he deserve the size of contract, or are we cutting that one down as well? Uh, I'll go first. Um, It's funny. Before last season, I wouldn't have believed it was possible that anyone could deserve more money than Harper, but this last season was not great for him. Um, He's still a fantastic player. He's still worth a ton of money, but I feel like his value is definitely more coming in his personality, um, his visibility. Even if he's just an average player, if you're a franchise that needs to get some attention, needs to attract other players, and needs to make some money. Uh, Harper is worth whatever it costs to get him onto your team because he is going to bring you lots of attention and that's going to put lots of butts in the seats and that's going to make you lots of money to sign other players. Um, Honestly, I would have thought about 300 was what he was going to get, but seeing that's what Machado got, I think he'll actually be less. Um, I thought Machado would have ended up being more, but as we saw, the teams were willing to wait it out and I think that lowered some of that perceived value for these guys yeah harper's trying to set a bar no one's gonna no one's gonna take the bait of like yeah we're gonna pay you 300 over 300 we're gonna pay you more than machado uh and that's it's due to his performance i mean the nats if they were the the nats have done everything they can to throw money at him and he said no um i think part of it is because it's the Nats, but I'm sure if anybody, if any of the teams matched what the Nats have been giving him, um, he would be going to another team. And the reason for that is because he's just he's done it so many years at the National. In my opinion, he's done so many years at the Nationals, and he's sick of losing. He's sick of the 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 ability of not to win playoff games. And I think I think he wants to win. Um, I think he's a competitor, and uh, to me that he there's no way even if the Nationals threw four hundred million dollars at him. I don't think, I don't think he would he would bite. Um, but his performance has significantly dropped due to the fact of this past season, and that's really I think hurting him. And not just like Drew said, not going to get that three hundred million. Um, so, so Joe, he's pretty closely linked to uh, your team. 
Um, I, I've, I've seen the reports that they are getting a lot closer to an agreement. How do you feel about that, uh, along with what we were just saying, his value and what he's worth and everything? What, how do you feel about him maybe coming to your team? So I'll be honest, I am so mixed on this Bryce Harper thing. <laughs> like Overall, I'm with you, Drew, in the sense that I think he's going to pull in a ton of money, but I really just do not think he's worth 10 years, $300 million, and I think he's going to pull at least that. A lot of people are saying that he's watching what Machado does, and now that that deal is signed, he's looking for 10 to $15 million higher than that. That to me is just overpaying. Like, I mean, he's a great brand, but if I'm looking to win a world championship, I don't think that's the way to go about it. I mean, at the end of the day, guys, you're an athlete. Are you looking for money or championships? I I think that matters between athletes. I would personally be looking for championships. I mean, um, you look at a guy like Kevin Durant who realized, I've got a lot of time to make a lot of money. I want a championship now. And he went and made a lot less money to win a championship. Uh, I think it depends on the situation. And I don't know if in baseball there's a team that Harper can go to to make less money and be guaranteed a championship like there is the Warriors in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, LeBron did the same thing with Miami and Cleveland to win his championships. He took the pay cut, and then when he re-signed, he took the big, big boy money. Yeah, but if LeBron went anywhere, he would he would have gone to the championship. Uh, yeah, I mean, basketball is also five-on-five five compared to baseball. That has a lot more going on. Oh, yeah, a lot more moving pieces. I mean, yeah, I care about championships. I don't know. It's just I mean, tough for me. Tyrod, you I, I do Tyrod agree with Taylor hitters being paid more than pitchers in a sense. You know, get, I feel like with pitchers ring, playing less than with ring, them. Or you could figure out how to get the most money possible. Uh, I mean, personally, I like the Super Bowl ring, but I, I think a lot of guys would end up going for the money. I think it also depends on kind of your background. And, you know, if you're someone who came up and you haven't been paid much and then you suddenly catch fire, uh, definitely – give me all the money possible because who knows if that was a, a fluke. Uh, you know, if your name's Brock Osweiler, you you cash in as quickly as possible. So when you're terrible again, you're sitting pretty. Yeah, but I mean, you just look like a scumbag. I don't think he did it on purpose. Like, I don't think oh, his know plan that. was to that. get paid and quit. I know that, but, but yeah, but, but I mean, like, I mean, this is, Yes, livelihoods are important, and yes, this could be the only money you're making for a while after you, you know, retire or whatever. Um, but that, I mean, that's where you have to be smart with your money and smart with, you know, what the choices you make. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, in my opinion, uh, championships. Joey, what do you think? Money or championships? Uh, no, yeah, like I said, I'm, I would go Super Bowl ring. I'd go championships. But if you look at Harper's situation, for example, he has the choice of possibly both. I mean, the Phillies are definitely going to be a competing team this next year, and if they're willing to pay him $300 million, the Nationals probably have a good chance of getting back as well. If they're willing to pay $300 million, he could cash in on both. I think that it's reported the Nationals have, and he's just like, not, he, he won't even pick up the phone with the Nationals. It's, it's all over the place. So one of the latest rumors was that he went back to the Nationals and said, can you match this offer or make it higher? Uh, who knows where it is at this point? Because the San Diego why, is supposedly still in it, but then they also just paid Machado three hundred million. Can they really afford six hundred mil? The reason why Harper went back was because he, he, I mean, yes, he wants to see where the highest money is, but he wants he wants the Phillies to put a higher offer. Right, and that's the same thing with his whole San Diego thing. Now that he waited for this to come out, yeah, man, I, hey, I think there, someone's going to pay classic, him like three. There's a classic saying: if you're a pig, you're going to get slaughtered. And he may he may not even get you know what he wants at the end of the day because no team's going to pay for it. 
Um, so he, I mean, he could be he could be literally shooting himself in the foot right now, pulling like a plexico burst or something. Hmm. And that's one of those things. Like how long do you? <laughs> that was very good, by the way. <laughs> that, that was good. Yeah, that one that one almost sneaked by me. What he shot himself in what the leg? Yeah, the hip. Yeah, yeah. poor guy. Yeah. Gosh, gun in his sweatpants. That's a ter- why would you <laughs> carry a gun in your sweatpants? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, another great question. Why would you carry a gun? Um, but you know, you're a, you, don't you live in Virginia? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's more likely to carry a gun, Virginia or North Carolina? I, that's a fair point. I mean, that's Texas would be a number one, but I mean, right. depends where you are in Virginia. Right. Same for North Carolina. It's actually pretty hard to get a, a carry permit here. Surprisingly. Mm. <laughs> unless you're, plucked, unless you're um, what's the other guy's name that shot himself? Um, basketball player from the Wizards. There's quite a few of them. To oh, be oh, mm. arenas. Yeah, yeah Gilbert arenas. arenas. Yeah, that a boy. He found it pretty easy. <laughs> pow pow. Gosh. Um, well, <laughs> we just need like a gun sound effect. Bang bang. Okay, so let's take there guesses here. Who does Harper sign with? So we can move on. He's not going to be on a team. I think he's going to the not Phillies. Not going to be on a team. Not going to be on a team all season or not going to be on the team by the time the season starts? By the time season starts. Okay. I think he's going to go to Philly. I think that uh, I think they're pretty well moving forward, and I think he's ready to be signed somewhere. I think he's going to sign with Philly as well. I think it's going to be the reverse Jason Worth. Worth from Philly to the Nats and now Harper from Nats to Phillies. Okay, I think the- I'm okay with it. It's just it's a lot of money. It is. What's What's the hardest adjustment? For, I mean, baseball, I th- it would seem you can wait till the very, very... I mean, when does spring training end? Oh uh, it's going to differ every year. I think this year it ends, like, the last week of March. So, yeah, he won't sign by March. By the end of March. By the end of March. Opening day is March 28th. There I think go. he signs next week. The er- it's the earliest opening signs. day in ever. I think I say- Bryce Harper signs before our next recording. Oh, you can't delay our recordings now. <laughs> oh, just delay. one more day, guys. Oh, I'm so yeah. busy. Okay, oh. I'm gonna so say sick. he signs by. Oh, that's so soon. Yeah, man. What if March I say right March 11th? Now, now you're, now you're being very conservative. I think he signs by Friday, by the first. You're being a wimp. Oh, okay. I'll go by Thursday, February 28th. No, right. I won't. But what I'm is gonna the price is I'll right. go with the fourth. <laughs> I'll go with my original. I'll go with the fourth, March fourth. We're playing the prices right here. If if it if it's March fifth, you lose. Rumor is that he's signing tomorrow, but that's been a rumor for like two months now. Rumor has it. <laughs> There's a song there. That is licensed material, sir. Uh, who, who plays I, okay, a few other ones out there. Adele. We have Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell. So you have a starting pitcher for the Houston oh, Astros, shoot. formerly of the Houston Astros. Um, is where he really made a name for himself. So he is up for grabs, and then Craig Kimbrell, he was last with the Red Sox. Is that right, Drew? That's right. And so he, and two he, big pitchers up. He's been in talks with the Braves, but he has a very high perceived value of himself, and Atlanta is not going to touch it. I don't know what that number is, um, but he thinks he's worth a whole, whole lot more than what he actually is worth. So that's going to be worth watching. did he start with Atlanta? He did. That's that's why he's been trying to work with them. And I know they, they have been getting closer to a deal, but it's 
it's taking some time because of his perceived value. But yeah, that's where he started. And he he's he's said before that he would like to get back there eventually. But after you know mm. winning a a World Series last year and being a very good closer again after some struggles, I don't exactly blame him for thinking highly of himself. But he's he's been too inconsistent to really be worth what he thinks he's worth. So I think Keiko might be the one going to the Braves, to be honest. And I think I that's a big win that. for them. I would absolutely love that. I mean, he's just such a talented guy. He's 31, so he's getting up there in age. But at the same point, he's still throwing extremely well. I think Atlanta's on the up and up as far as pitching goes. And I think he could be both a good ace in that lineup as well as someone who can help mentor some of those younger guys coming up. So if I'm Atlanta, I go for Keiko over Kimbrell. So I was looking at some of the other names that are still out there. Gio Gonzalez still hasn't signed. Adam Jones still hasn't signed. Um, Clay Buckles and Irvin Santana, both starting pitchers, aren't signed anywhere. Santana's up there, but um, Buckles is only like 34. He's still got a couple good years in him. Evan Gaddis hasn't signed, who is also a fantastic player, who's also in the Braves system, mm-hmm. uh, but has been at Houston. Uh, there's a lot of good names out there. What is going on with MLB free agency? I kind of touched on it earlier when I said guys, the 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 teams have kind of gotten smart about these long and expensive contracts. Are they being too smart and kind of alienating players? Are 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 they going to cause some issues the next time the bargaining agreement has to get agreed upon? No, uh, I mean they're, if they're anyone's sh- winning here, I think it's the owners. Why would you want to spend that much money on a huge contract? Obviously, San Diego is willing to throw it out there. But if all the organizations are not, I think that's a win for the ownership group. Right. So are they about to alienate their players and force a standoff when it comes time to come to the bargaining table again? Are they are they being are there are they being uh, unethical or is it just they're trying to rein in some of this value that's gotten out of hand? I feel like you you it, you can only really be on one side or the other. Either players think they're worth too much and owners are trying to back that down, or owners are trying to not pay players what they're actually worth and force them to play for less. And maybe it's a matter of perspective and it's the same thing. Go ahead, Ty. What do you think? I never understand these collective bargaining agreements and shenanigans. I mean, players want more money. Owners want more ownership. That's all I hear. Money, 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 money. I think going back to the – going li- touching lightly on the fact of these contracts, when you put these long contracts on, hardly anybody touches them to trade. So, like, when you want to get rid of a player and they're in a long contract, the likelihood of them actually eating that money – is I feel like almost impossible. So when you put someone in a long contract, usually don't you have to eat the contract as well? Like tell them, yeah, you're gonna get paid that much as well. Say say five years down the line, Machado like they hate Machado and they want to get rid of him. Doesn't someone have to pick up that contract? Depending how it's written, yeah. Most in most cases, yes, that's how it yeah. would work. And so that just seems crazy to me, and no one's gonna do that. I mean, that was the big issue with, what's his name, John Carlos Stanton. 
with Miami. They did not want to keep that huge contract that he was offered, and then he ended up going to the Yankees and re-signing for even more money, but that's the Yankees for you. Yeah, and then, I mean, in the you, in baseball, I think everyone has everyone has their own money, correct? In the NFL, you only have a certain amount of money you're you're given, correct? Uh, so it's similar. Like, both it is paid by the organization, but there is a luxury tax on both of them. Just the Yankees are willing to pay that tax every single time, it feels like. As well as the NBA. Right. Yeah, the one that stands out the most is definitely MLS because the players are all owned by the organization itself, like by the MLS, the overarching body. So that one, they have a lot more say. And then the NBA also feels like it has more say as far as trades go compared to some of these other ones. Well, I mean, players decide where the trades go. We, we've seen that with several players. And saying yeah, where they but the go. NBA has also nixed more trades than I think any other major league has. Uh, nah. I mean, what slapping a little fine on them? No, that that to me is not. No, no, no. They've trades. canceled trades altogether. They're, what do you mean? They've they've so trades that have been agreed upon by teams they've nullified. No they way. They said this trade can't go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a three way trade like a couple years ago. There was a big deal trade that they nullified. Who is this? The NBA. No. Well, you know they, who I'm talking about? Well, there was the Chris Paul trade a while back. They were trying to trade him from, at the time, the New Orleans Hornets to the Clippers. And that got nixed. And then, yeah, a few years ago, there was another one that got... That like, got, there's been some high-profile ones that they've cut. Yeah, yeah. The no NBA way. has done that a few times. Yeah. And it's supposedly like in the interest of keeping the league balanced. But, well, we see how that's gone. Right. It was, like, straight-up fantasy, like, basketball. Like, the commissioner sees a trade he doesn't like, and he's like, nah, bro, and nixes it. But then, I mean, look what happened. You got the freaking Warriors out there. Nothing got nixed for them. Yeah, and so the only way, I mean, if you're an owner, if you're if you're the – and this is where all the trades come into play. It's like, if you want to get your team – and the part of this with the NBA does well is they are allowed – they can put these – not put these, but, I mean, you get these rumors of these super teams, and, you know, you get your – you get your article on the front page of ESPN or Fox Sports, and so you get more clicks. And that's all the NBA looks for. In in this case, is just click, 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 click. Like, look, look where this player's going to go. Where's this player going to go? Um, MLB's not as much because there's maybe not as many players. And, yeah, one player is not going to change a team tremendously other than just putting more people in the stands. But the NBA has what they look for and what the owner, Adam Silver, is looking for is the clicks. And if you can get a bunch of clicks you get more people looking at your stuff you get more revenue at the end of the day so the nba i think is the best best uh organization to do that to get the clicks ain't nobody talking about my click 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 is there a song there right <laughs> oh okay so we were wrong chris paul to the lakers was the trade that okay. they pulled the plug on so it was la just the wrong la team. yeah yeah so yeah, the commissioner said, nah, bro. <laughs> Cut that one right out. Was that was that before Adam Silver or was that Stern? Yeah, that was, that was Stern. Stern. David oh, Stern. Oh yeah, of yeah. course Stern's gonna do uh -huh. that. But Silver's not gonna touch anything now. No, Stern Silver's yeah. a lot smarter. He's a fantastic right. executive. Probably my favorite executive in any of the, the major leagues, as it were. Yeah, no, I mean Silver's doing a pretty good job overall. And he's just a likable dude, you know, he's not like uh Roger Goodell who you just look at him and you wanna punch him in the face. Like <laughs> 
And it's so funny. How do you really feel, Drew? (laughs) It's just, it's so funny that it's like the one guy that everyone in the league can decide they don't like. Like, it's like, oh, I can hate the, if if my choices are to hate the Patriots or hate Goodell, everyone still chooses to hate Goodell. And it's just funny. Doesn't Goodell look like some, like your neighbor who, is that one neighbor that like freaks over if someone touches his yard? Yes. Like, you know, you kick your ball over, you kick your ball, you kick your, kick the ball over the fence and like. You get in his yard, you're like, go off my eye, you freaking idiot. He tells you to rake your leaves because they're starting to blow into his yard. Meddling kids. I mean, wow. That's a whole nother level. He would be that guy. Adam Silver, on the other hand, would be like, yeah, come on over. Right, yeah. He'd he'd have, he'd he'd be barbecuing and he would just hand you a Here's a candy bar. Wow. Okay, then. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's quite the experience we got going on there. Um, but back to what you said a minute ago, Tyler. I agree that the NBA is really good at generating clicks and attention, and they are a league that definitely thrives on that that viral success. That is what they do. Um, it's it's you know you can you don't have to look at the difference between the NBA and college basketball to see how much more show the NBA is than actual basketball. And you get some good chunks of actual basketball in there when when there's real things on the line and guys are actually playing with pride, but it's a lot more of a show and they do a really good job of making it a show. Kind of like WWE, except I'm assuming less fake. I don't know that for a fact, but wait, WWE's fake. (laughs) I said, I said more fake. I didn't say completely fake. I don't want to crush your dreams. It's not fake. It's real. So anyway, <laughs> so I, I definitely think the NBA does wait, the best wait, job. Wait, wait, you're telling that. me WWE is fake? No way. Go ahead, Drew. Crush your students' dreams. No. That's like saying Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> I'm being trapped. <laughs> oh, I mean, Santa God. Claus has to be real. I mean, the only reason why I thought Santa Claus is real is because I I would wake up and. I mean, I thought I was poor growing up. I wasn't, like, extremely poor, but my parents would not give me anything. And so when Christmas came, I was like, we can't afford this stuff. You never let me get anything anyways. We are going down a dark hole here. Yeah, can we change it now? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's bring this back in. Let's kick this back down. Field. When did you think WWE was fake? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, how'd you know? I'm trying to think the last time I watched it. it Cats out of the like, bag. Cats out of the bag. When did you think WWE was fake? Sometime in middle school. Yeah, I was going to say, I think middle school is probably I had my I suspicions, and then my dad actually told me. but Partially because he crushed? didn't want me to watching it. No, I wasn't allowed to watch it. So, But a lot of yeah, my I friends mean, loved it. So, I, I remember seeing a, like, it was like on WB... That was a channel in Virginia Beach back in the day. And it was showing you like all like the special effects on how it looks real, but it's not real. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Didn't know it was fake. And it was like, well, it's all like, yeah, blood school. bags and all different things like yeah, that. Not even blood bags, but it's, I mean, it's like the way they do the, um, like the kicks or like the slams and how they like, mm-hmm. they looks like you're jumping on top of them, but you're actually, um, not jumping on top of them. You're, you're, you know, there's different. The board, the uh, the the ring itself is extra padded and stuff, so it sounds harder or whatever. I mean, 
chairs are fake. Yeah, whatever. Um, You've but, done a lot of research into this. I, I feel mean, like. it's it. I mean, they're actually better actors than soccer players. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, just look at Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's the world's leading soccer player actor, but uh, some W. I mean, most WWE actors are better than him. Oh, wasn't meaning to go down this road, but now that we're here, <laughs> it also does take some extreme athleticism for what they do in the WWE. That's why you see sometimes, you know, some of them get really hurt is you have to move your body the correct way. You have to hold your load the correct way. You have to fall the correct way. You have to throw someone the correct way. There's so many technical details to it. So even though the the storylines are kind of fake and it's all manufactured, there's a lot of real athletics going on there that people just don't always get. And that's, <laughs> we're getting so like deep now, but that's where people who just say, oh, wrestling is fake. So, you know, none of those people are, you know, that good or whatever. They don't realize that they actually are really good. They've just been given a script of what to do. That doesn't mean that anyone can go out there and execute it. No, it's like athletic theater almost. Right. Like, it's all done, it's all scripted, but at the same point, like, they are very built. I mean, all of those muscles are for sure real on all those people. And just the level, like, it, trying to make the kick seem fast, but then holding up or the punch or whatever it is, like, having that resistance and that perfect stopping time. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of skill that goes into it for sure. How did we get here? You know, Tyler ex- is how we got here. Tyler suplexed us into this topic. Nice. The XFL is going to go script. <laughs> I mean, you it, think it so? It is Vince McMahon. I mean, yeah, that saying. is the big rumor. Just saying. I would watch a scripted football league. <laughs> no, I could not. No way. I don't know. I no I way. would maybe consider it depending what it I, like I don't want all the back locker room fights or whatever that we see in WWE. Oh, the fluff. I can yeah, agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence on this whole script thing here. Okay, guys, with that, we will go ahead and wrap up this episode. CAMB, come at me, bro, number 19. We have talked about free agency from baseball. We'd love to hear what your thoughts on where Harper is going to go. Will he sign within this next week? We do not know. And then from there, we talked about some wrestling, which was good times as well. Thanks again for tuning in for Come At Me, Bro, number 19. Catch us next week on this same show. We'll have another feed episode for you. You can also find us on Twitter at CAMB Podcast or email us at CAMB Podcast at otnmedia.org. Last but not least, if you like what we do here, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash OTN. Last but not least, if you want to tell us who you think Harper will go to, hit us up on Twitter or with the emails. We'd love to discuss them on the show. Thanks again for listening, guys. This podcast is part of the Overtime Network. Get more at OvertimeNetwork.com.